Welcome to Project Healing, a podcast whose mission is to shed light on true self-care, healing our inner demons, and connecting the world in deeper and more meaningful ways. We all have a story to share, and we're very excited to be a part of helping everyone to share their own along the path of their healing journey. I'm your host, Katherine Galvin, psychic medium and intuitive healer, and with me, I have my co-host. I'm Jenna Korzynski, empathic intuitive healer and medium. I believe that we have to feel our pain in order to heal it, and that community is a huge part of that process. Thank you for being on this journey with us. Hey, everybody. It's me, Catherine, today, flying solo for a quick episode on apologizing for who we are. This has been coming up for me a lot lately in readings, and it honestly, it's something that really kind of nags at me. This started as an Instagram post, and it's just something that I feel that I want to share with a broader audience, and especially the women in the audience, but honestly, the men as well. We hide a lot of ourselves when we're around different groups of people. And with social media always in our faces, and we're, we're always exposed to these filters and these perfect edits and, and all of these things, as, as women, I feel like we're afraid to be vulnerable at work because we don't want to be perceived as weak, right? And as mothers, we're, we're filtering on Instagram, on Facebook, on Twitter, whatever it is, we're filtering our pictures so that our children look perfect. We're cropping out the messes. We're, we're editing it out our baggy eyes. We're, we're making sure that only the best pictures make the cut, right? And as someone who has a career, we're then apologizing for being successful or for being too much. And even this past weekend, my husband had a friend over and we were talking about the work that I do as a psychic and as a coach and as a healer. And I realized that I felt like I had to explain myself again. And it wasn't so much explaining what I do for a living, but it was validating it by letting him know that I make money doing what I do. I support my family doing what I do. And not only do I support my family and contribute to the economy, but I'm helping people in a profound way. And I'm proud of the work that I do. And for whatever reason, I felt like I had to explain myself to this person, which is absolutely insane and totally a projection because this person wasn't asking for an explanation. They simply asked me to explain what I do for a living because they didn't understand it. Yet somehow I took that as a personal attack and had to explain away every facet of what it is that I do and how it allows me to be home with my kids and and how I make enough money to support us or how because of what I am doing, we could handle all of the insane home improvements that came up or not have fear around having a third child. And I don't know that to anybody. I'm doing what I do because I love it. And this is the thing that as a whole, I feel like people in general, we aim to please, to satisfy and make comfortable everyone but ourselves. And then we sit back and we wonder at the end of the day why we're lonely, why we feel empty, why we feel unfulfilled and alone, because we are spending every waking moment trying to prove something to someone who doesn't even exist outside of ourselves. We have to be approving and fulfilling and validating ourselves. So when I sat there and I thought about this, and honestly, this is one of those bathtub thoughts, right? Where you you finally, I mean, parents and even people who are just busy, 
You get what I'm saying, where you finally get that moment to sit and just relax and exist. And finally, all of the thoughts that are adult thoughts start popping into your brain if you allow them to go past the grocery list and the tasks that are undone to the the things that really matter to you at your core as a human being. And you realize if you think about it, you've spent the majority of your day explaining yourself in some capacity to somebody. Who feels out there like there's always a boss to explain themselves to, or there's always a friend who doesn't quite understand what you do, or there's a significant other who's constantly second guessing what it is that you contribute or who you are or what what it is that you do that matters and how much of it is actually a projection of you being unsure, uncertain, feeling unworthy of yourself, that you feel the need to explain this to other people. So I challenge you to be more vulnerable, to stand up for what it is that you do without having to make an assertive stand toward other people. Because truthfully, you probably second guess yourself more than, excuse me, second guess yourself more than just about anybody else does. The majority of people don't care what you're doing. It's your projection. So if you're uncomfortable and explaining someone what it is that you do for a living, which doesn't define you, or why you choose to stay home with your kids, or how many people out there right now are deciding that homeschooling is best for their families, that's not for you to explain to anybody. That's yours to own and to live your life on your terms. Which brings me back to another point that has been coming up for me a lot lately. And that's, you don't have to do your life on anyone else's timeline. It's just yours. It's your life on your time. And you don't even have to understand it half the time. You just have to survive some days. And as you survive those days, you start to get a more clear picture of what it is that's going on. And some days that clear picture completely fades away and it's covered with bullshit and and just confusion and chaos and fog. And then other days it's more clear again. It's just the way that life is. But you don't owe it to anyone to apologize for being human and having a human experience. You just don't. That's all there is to it. Back to the timeline. When I was waiting tables, I remember telling a patron of the restaurant that um, I was just there waiting tables until I could finish my degree. The thing is that I wasn't even in college at the time. I was just embarrassed that I was waiting tables in my mid, probably in my late 20s. And what is there to be embarrassed about there? It's nothing to apologize for. And if we backtrack Had I not been at that restaurant for the amount of time that I had been there, I wouldn't have met the people who I had met who drove me to be exactly where I am right now. So it's not someone else's timeline that you're meant to live by. It's not someone else's standard that you're meant to live up to. It's your standard on your time. And even then, sometimes... It doesn't even feel like you have control over it. And when you don't have control over that, you just have to let your hands up and let the universe take control. Trust that it will all work out. But more than anything, you don't owe anyone 
a damn thing. You will never have the perfect explanation for everybody out there who demands it. You will never go too long without meeting someone who raises their eyebrow at what it is that you have deemed necessary or the right route for you. And you are always going to be met with adversity. And and sometimes those people who meet you with adversity and who don't agree with what it is that you're doing are the people who are closest to you. And when that happens, it's really important to remember that these people are probably not speaking out of judgment. They're not deciding that you're doing things wrong and aren't coming against you from a place of judgment and wanting you to not succeed or not to be happy. What they're doing is coming to you with fear because they haven't done your life your way. They probably haven't even done their life on their own terms. So when someone comes to you and says, hey, you know, I really don't think this is a good idea to to quit your job as a nurse and go back to school to teach because, you know, teacher jobs are hard to come by right now and you won't make as much money and yada, yada, yada. If you feel so called to do what you're doing there, quit your job, go back to school. If you feel in your heart of hearts that the decisions you're making for yourself are what you need and what your life is calling for, go for it. Don't hold back because your mom's uncomfortable. Don't hold back because your significant other thinks it's just another trip down the crazy train road for you or or because of any reason other than you decide it's not right for you. These people have fear that it won't work out for you because it maybe didn't work out for them or because they're living life within boundaries that they set for themselves, but they didn't set them for you. You're choosing to set them for you if you follow their guidelines. And when I was back there waiting tables, making up these lies about still being in school and whatever else they said to that guy, he actually said back to me that his brother was in his mid thirties. I believe he said his brother was 34 years old and just went back to school for his MD. And that It took him a long time to get it together, but then he ultimately chose something that was perfect for his path. And in the meantime, he had been working basically handyman jobs for the majority of his life. And the way that this guy said it was, it was very clear that it didn't matter to him if his brother was a handyman or a doctor, his brother was doing whatever it was that filled his heart and that he felt was right for him at that time in his life. And if only other people could hold that kind of space for other people. It's not our job to judge others. It's not our job to set those boundaries for other people or those expectations or to to expect them to meet a potential that we believe that they should meet. It's up to them. So in the same way that we can't lead them to healing, we can't lead them to their success. And in the same way that we can't lead them to their success, they can't keep us from living our life on our own terms. Okay. So just of it, when I don't have Jenna here to guide me back and forth and and, in and away from my circles, um, (laughs) the general gist of what I'm saying is don't hold back who you are or what your dreams are for the simple fact that you're afraid of what other people will think. Because the majority of the time, this is your projection 
and it's not the truth. This is a story that you're telling yourself about what other people may think, but you have no grounds to really make decisions based on what their thoughts are and their opinions. And truthfully, even if they have come out and said this to you again, what did we say? They're not the one living your life. You are. I've spent 31 years not playing by the rules and every single time I tried to play by the rules and follow logic and go according to the timeline that society has set, I have fallen flat on my face and not been happy. And now at 29, I had decided to do it my way. And at 30, my life really started to take off. And now here I am doing exactly what I love. My point is That if you don't allow yourself to explore and express and and feel what really feels right for you and do what really feels right for you and be vulnerable and honest with yourself, you're never going to get there. So in summation, one, F what other people think about what you're doing. Do it anyway if it's what you love. Two, stop projecting your own fears and judgments of yourself onto others. They probably aren't even thinking about what you're doing. And whatever their face did when you told them what they're doing may not even have anything to do with you or what you're doing. It may have to do with decisions that they made for themselves how many years ago that they're now feeling maybe they could have been brave and done what you're doing. And you never know who you're going to inspire in just doing life on your time and your way. And three, stop apologizing for being human. We all have puffy eyes. Sometimes we all have a mess behind our Instagram filter and we all have lives going on. Sometimes if you can share just a little bit of that vulnerability with somebody else, you have no idea how much better one you'll feel and two they will feel. So spread some love and show people your imperfections because that's what makes us human. And that's what makes us comfortable with one another And that's what encourages us to be honest and real with ourselves and others. Okay. And before I go, I just want to remind all of you that we do have our Patreon tiers that have been posted on our site. That's linked in our show notes. Of course, Um, we have a monthly 30 minute group Skype call with Jenna and myself for a group message, a psychic group message and a month ahead forecast. And that is $10 per month, the sharing the light Patreon tier. We also have sharing love, which is only $5 a month and a shout out at the beginning of each episode, which we forgot to do today. I'm so sorry. So we will do at the end. And then we also have sharing light. That is our monthly 30 minute group Skype call. We have healing with Reiki's also listed on the site. That's a monthly Reiki one-on-one session, distance session with either Jenna or myself, and also that monthly group message. And then in addition, there's Healing with Spirit, which is a monthly 45-minute one-on-one with either Jenna or myself and all of the benefits of the previous tiers as well. So if you guys want to learn a little bit more about that, everything is at a highly discounted rate compared to what you would get it from either Jenna or myself um, on our private pages, but definitely head on over to our Patreon page linked in our show notes and see what we have going on there. We do want to thank Katie Duvetter, Amy Dennehy, Janet Adams, and Chelsea Ayers for our Patreon pledges so that we may continue to do this and sharing love and light with all of you. Thank you all so much, and we will see you next time on Project Healing. 
Thank you.